the number one podcast in the DMV. I'm your host, your late night supervisor, Dope Villa Extraordinaire, DC Zone, Rad, B.I.D. Jones. That's right before you end that fool. To the right of me, 
as usual, my podcast partner, OnlyFans J. This is T. Three. P. <laughs> At this point in time, all around the world, definitely in the United States, it's clear. After 20,000 downplays, that everybody know, I love the black ladies. <laughs> I'm lucky to be alive, happy, healthy, and free for me. Let's not forget about those Tubmans. I need those Tubmans in my life. You know what I'm saying? Talk to me. Talk to us. The Third Perspective Podcast, baby. What's going on, Jay? What's going on? Talk. <clears throat> yeah. What's going on, everybody? Make sure everything is, cooked, uh, is good. Everything is good this week. Last time, you know, we had uh, our little discussions about other little shit. But, you know what I'm saying? But how's there, how are you doing? I'm hanging in it, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Everything good though. Ain't ain't a whole lot to be complaining about for sure. Nah, not really. How the car thing coming along, bro? Yeah, still still dealing with it. Well, I'm gonna hit my people's and get a car from them. They're getting their car fixed. I'm gonna go that route. They're getting they got like multiple cars, so if you're gonna send me one of so that's how we're going with that. But uh, you know what I'm saying? How's the business, kid? Bruh, there's so much going on, man. We gotta rap about <clears throat> it's crazy. First of all, we always talk about internet foods a lot. I don't even know if you know about this motherfucker, right? But we we always talk about internet fools. We had we talk about uh who what's her name? Uh Queen Queen, Queen Opt uh, a couple of weeks ago, right? But it's a it's a lot of them, right? So I done came across, right? Shout out to everybody that uh tunes into the podcast from Twitter and Twitch. We appreciate you a whole lot. I done came across a motherfucker, right? They call her little Tay, right? Mm. And she like this. It, it's really hard to explain what's happening here, right? It's a white, white little girl. Basically acting like our culture, right? Basically, that's what she's doing. And like, I just want to know, like, oh, I got an issue with people that does this, right? Uh, we're going to have an interview later on with uh, Willie D where he expressed a little thing about that too, right? But overall, but his 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 more music, right? But the internet, like, man, got some crazy people on it. So you got a little girl running around like she just, uh, I'm guessing, in the black culture, right? 
And she run around just talking like she black, talking like she uh, in the hood type shit, right? Now, have you seen her before? I heard of, I heard of her recently. I never really paid attention to her too, too tough. So it's like, you know, she she's kind of irrelevant for real. See, I be saying that too about some stuff. It's like, like it's not in my circle, right? So I don't pay no attention to it. But it's a lot of things going on under our nose that is messed up. That be having like four thousand views to the shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like we don't know nothing about it. You know what I'm saying? Like you only tune into the stuff that you know, right? And and it, meanwhile, it'd be other things going on. Now, I literally haven't heard of Lil Tay before, right? But she had a motherfucking Instagram put up and say that she did. Right? Yeah. Instagram just came up. Um, sorry to let y'all know, all the fans and all this stuff, that Lil Tay passed away. Now, everybody right recognized Lil Tay is about 11, 12. For 11, 12 years to part, pass away, what? <laughs> you got to explain that. You know what I'm saying? Like, did she get hit by a car? What happened? Right? So it went on for weeks and weeks. Figuring out if she dead or not. Now, first of all, if you call a police station and they tell you, we don't have no, uh, nothing on that. Right? That means somebody lying. <laughs> off the break like for example when somebody died that's documented right yeah. that's something that's documented and if you just make up you dead again remember the broad that uh was in Atlanta on a highway or some shit and saw the baby yeah. again if you don't know the laws before you start doing this crazy shit you're doing, you're going to look like Boo Boo the Fool, bruh. Like, you can't act like you dead without even knowing the law, right? You can't act like you dead. First of all, it's ways to look this up and see if you dead. You feel me? Right. So you can't just hide that. Dead is something serious. That's going to be obituaries. That's going to be in things that's out of your control. You feel me? So as a motherfucker that's using the internet or being an internet fool, you got to know the law before you do dumb ass shit think you're going to get views. Now, she's saying that somebody hacked her motherfucking Instagram. And then her parents... Little take. And then the parents was involved, said something about her that she didn't pass away. So somebody lying here. Exactly. It doesn't make any sense. Why even try that? Who in the right mind would try that, bro? Who more views? It's getting to a point where it's starting to get this shit is getting out of hand. And people just want to be honored or they they forcing the issue of being honored or or getting more views or getting more praises. Just be yourself. And people not doing that no more. Everybody's just switched over to being other people that they not. They not really that the people. 
it's like saying a rapper it's like saying a rapper shot about four or five people and he came he he ain't even heard a fly yeah he never done it like that before this i'm gonna let you look at her for a minute since you, if anybody out here that haven't seen her or heard her from her before i'm gonna let you get a little trying to be in our culture but what's on youtube or what's on the videos or whatever you know in our culture is showing you know her you know the ropes of being a a, a pure shithead a, a pure fucking a little kid loser it, it. <laughs> but let's dig into this joint for real quick okay it gotta be somebody grown which was only nine years old at the time right so somebody grown telling her to say these things, right? We agree on that. Yeah. All right. He's so not really, exactly telling them, but they you don't think so. They showing like a bad example. I mean, she's saying this shit herself, mm -hmm. but no, 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 no. It's no way in the hell they just allowing it to happen. For example, anybody with a nine year old out there, if they make a video saying "I'm fuck you, bitch" and all that, you will know. Right, so obviously you is involved with this, right? So just get to my bigger picture of most of the internet stuff is staged. They staging this shit. They get in these cars, put this little girl on these joints, and letting her say this shit. Now, as a parent, again, the internet alone turned people into fools. Now you have your child, nine, ten years old, saying, "Bitch, this, fuck this, fuck you." With money in her hand, like she first of all black or some shit, right? 
But you tell her to do this. Why? Because it gives you money, views. It's the stupidest shit. It's almost like the queen off shit when she beat the shit out of shell. <laughs> Just for views. And I ain't never, to be honest with you, I never seen her before, right? But looking at the joint, looking at it, it's like, what the fuck is going on? You already know what it is. Little Tay, the youngest flex of the century. I'm only nine years old, but I'm richer than all y'all broke-ass haters. This female kitchen, it bigger than your whole entire living room, and I got four more houses. Y'all haters are already older than me, but y'all still talking shit. I'm a nine-year-old millionaire, and I be smoking dope, bitch. Shut your mouth before I smack your auntie. Message to all y'all broke-ass haters. Y'all ain't doing it like Lil Tay. This is why all y'all fucking here hate me, bitch. This shit cost me 200000 I'm only nine years old. I ain't got no license, but I still drive this sports car, bitch. Your favorite rapper ain't even doing it like Lil Tay. Lil Tay just got verified. Y'all ho said I wouldn't make it, but bitch, look, I'm verified now. Lil Tay, the youngest fucks of the century. Bitch, I got verified. God damn it, what the hell? <laughs> Again, as you can see, it's, it's some stage shit. Right, and they staging with a little person that's nine, ten years old. Right now, as black people, if we stage some shit with our child screaming, cussing, and saying "fuck you, bitch," with money in their hand, would it be a different thing here? They wouldn't care. I mean, they don't care about this girl. She get millions of views for a reason. Somebody, somebody, you know what I'm saying? She get millions of views for a reason. Somebody grown do need to get their ass whooped. For anybody on here, just leaving um, uh, comments, right? You gotta go in the stream yard and verify yourself so we can see your name. You know what I'm saying? Um, Lil Tay, right? First of all, I think she's Canadian, right? Again, she was only out for about three months before she blew up. Just 20, uh, 18 she was nine years old when she first started she called herself the youngest flexor of the century right <laughs> she she a comedian she a canadian but she is american though you know what i'm saying now my bigger problem with this right like i was just telling you 19 years old why can't white kids why can't white people stand behind the camera and direct that child, 19 years old, to, to do that. You know what I'm saying? And literally get paid. You know what I'm saying? And views, whatever the fuck happens on the internet, right? Where you get paid. They can do that. That's some crazy shit. And she literally run around. You think that's going to just leave her? That's the type of person she's going to be now. I don't even think that fit the white culture. Where's she gonna fit in at? <laughs> she gonna have to have a black boyfriend. <laughs> if they want. Hey, bro. I don't know, man. I don't know. If we could sit our kids in front of the camera, right, and just some stage, some old bullshit, 
put them on top of cars and all some wild ass shit. This shit is stupid to me, bro. I don't know. The internet, I don't know. I don't know what to say no more. You feel me? I think the internet itself is just crazy as fuck. From live streamers to motherfuckers putting up videos to, like, for example, we're a podcaster, right? The only reason we come on here to do is podcast. We're not going to go in some shocking R type shit. We're not going to, uh, me and Jay going to beef on the camera or some bullshit like that. We're just not, you know what I'm saying? All that shit is like, <laughs> we just podcasting as some average Joes, trending topics, you know what I'm saying, though? Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, for anybody out there. You know what I'm saying, that. But we just here as average Joes giving our uh, uh, opinion on trending topics, right? We're not here to come on this joint and ch- ch- do anything to do some fucking views. Like, each podcast, we don't give a fuck if it's 12 views, right? We just podcast. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, we're not going to do anything in stream. We're not about to take our shirts off. We're not about to smack a motherfucker in their head. None of that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we just going to podcast, give our opinions as average Joes, and roll the fuck out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All that extra shit, we ain't involved. You know what I'm saying? But you got to give these people credit because they do get money off this shit, bro. Yeah, it be motherfuckers paid. Like them two motherfuckers from the Island Boys. Whatever the fuck, them two clowns. They kissing each other, my nigga. Tongue kissing each other. And they get a lot of views. It's like, first of all, they don't, I don't think they noticed that they gay now. <laughs> no, one of, them, they, they, uh, one of them did admit that they was gay. Gotta be. You're not kissing. I don't give a fuck what the view is. There's no way you could talk your brother into kissing you in your fucking mouth. Unless both of you is fucking gay. It's real simple for that. Yeah. But once they do it on camera, it's like, what are y'all doing? <laughs> I don't know. The internet done flipped upside down where it's just... I don't know what's happening. But it's just so much going on that you don't know about. Like, I ain't know about this person, right? I but when you put up a... You did? Just finding out. Like, oh. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> like who doing dumb shit now and shit like but this person has like been doing this it's just the wildest shit I don't know it's tough for me to understand what parents would just uh, let this go on like it's just hard for me to understand what they be doing bro <laughs> it's tough bro you know what I'm saying it's tough now everybody know Katrina, uh, rock, right? Fucks with, uh, well, he used to fuck with Blueface, right? That's my point. I want to bring her up, right? I had, I got on her, I ragged on her a lot. So I, I want, I want to bring up, you know what I'm saying? Let her know when it's, when it's time to give her flowers, you gotta give her flowers, right? First of all, she was so beautiful. I was in love with her until she stopped fucking with Blueface. You know what I'm saying? But hey, Life happens when you're a young lady out here. You know what I'm saying? Okay, Lord, let's go. Then, uh, so I went up. Exactly. So I chalked that up to, okay, you you learn. It's like uh, a learning experience in life, right? Don't don't forget, I love this lady, right? Right? But I did have a problem with her. Fuck with this fool, right? 
and just being drunk out here fucking fighting, fighting your family and all this bullshit with this clown. That was just me, though. You know what I'm saying, dog? But lately, they not together, right? First of all, that's the first thing, Jay. She's not fucking with them no more. She don't drink or smoke no more. So that's a good thing, right? And she all and she all she admitted that she had to drink to be around this clown. Yeah, some people like that. Um, that's like when she was doing, like when she was dating them, and you see she's making a, a positive ad, a change. Meanwhile, Blueface still doing the same stupid retarded shit they started off doing. True. And you can tell who's where, who, who's where, and where, who, who is really the person that is to blame for all of this. Blueface, some type of way, have this girl wrapped around his fingers. But then the whole time he with her, he, he made babies with other, he made baby with another joint. Yeah, he be on IG now with his, um, I think it's his baby mother. Was baby mother now, yeah. Was up baby mother. Yeah. But starting off when Blueface came out in the beginning, I I wasn't I wasn't feeling them anyway. It's coming down to song was was fucking annoying as shit when he first came out. (laughs) He's some trash, bro. It's coming down to him thinking he is so what's the name and she's shit. And she feels like she coming up. And I don't need him. You know what I'm saying? It's like a, it's funny. It's a, a dynamic of you caught a female when she was just trying to come up, right? And you were somebody that was always semi established, right? Mm-hmm. You used her though. According to her, he was taking all the fucking money, right? All the money was going to him. And then he had distributed, right? Now, to me, that's where the fault was at. And then she stopped that. She started separating her money, right? And then she had her own fucking money. And that's why they broke up, because he couldn't control the fucking money no more. She woke the fuck up, to be honest with you. Yeah, she did. Uh, the new the new situation is that when they was on camera doing that show on Zeus, and I think they got a season two of it, this might be the last season, too. Oh, they ain't going to do no more of those. They're not even together. Yeah. So, Junk came out when they was, you know, when they was together doing the show. He kept, he was downplaying her. That's what I'm like, saying. Like, she ain't shit. Yeah. He said, you came in here with zero. And I bet you about a dollar that you're going to leave out here with zero, too. I mean, it, like, he, he could control her money or yeah. whatever the fuck the case may be. But once she separated that money, she realized how much money she was really making. You feel me? Yeah. Like once you with him, you just with him, let him control the money. You don't know what you're making for real. You feel me? Y'all just living good. You you good. You cool. Y'all smoking. Y'all got these nice houses, cars. You cool. But once you start saying, okay, let me see the money, you realize how much you supposed to have for real. <laughs> it's like, holy shit, you been fucking me, nigga. You know what I'm saying? But I want to give her a flowers, man. She she stepped up. She went to church the other day, and she did this here. Oh, so then I went up and I tried to hurry back to my seat after giving him the five dollars. He like, 
like, come over here. And then I was like, yes. He's like, yes, what? And then I was like, yes. He's like, who, you don't have any manners? I was like, no. Then he like, yes, sir. I said, yes, sir. He like, he was just like <laughs> feeling me out. I was like, <laughs> and then he just turned around and gave all the sees that everybody was on the whole service. All the money that people brought to me. And then just the third person. I gave it to you. Yeah. Then by all means, there are ways you can give. I thought she was bringing that stack. That stack is wrapped too. I thought she was bringing that stack up there. And there's another famous cat. Don't be digging around, girl. I don't know what you got. I got mine too. Uh, Krishan. What? That's how you gave it to me. Wait a minute. Okay, Lord, let's go. So then I went up and I tried to hurry back to my seat after giving him the $5. He like. Now, in the clip right there, she, I think she gave him like $100,000 just out of her pocket, right? When she was in church. And the main man was like, what is this? I mean, what's happened? She said, that's just money in my pocket. <laughs> right. I was just getting, I want to give you all this. My man almost had a heart attack on that joint, man. But again, that goes back to her realizing what is her worth. You feel me? She started realizing, wait a minute, I can make it. I'm making a lot of money. You feel me? And she wanted people at heart want to do things like she going to church and just give them that, mo that money. You know what I'm saying? It's like she wanted people, if she get away from Blueface, like I always said, get that fucking tattoo off your neck. Tattoo. And if she get away from him, she a better person than I what she's been showing. And I think she can make more money without him. You know what I'm saying? I he a failed rapper, be, be honest with you. He's yeah, a he, piece of shit. He a flop. I mean, he, uh, what they call when you get drafted, he a bust. <laughs> Not the bust, though. Yeah, he a bust. <laughs> Major bust, because when that first, when that first hit came out, that song, what, was, uh, what, what the fuck was it? I don't even remember it because it was so awful. Blueface? Yeah. He actually, you know, got money off of that stupid shit. Yeah, but my thing is, black women out there. I know Black China was another one that they turned their life to Christ. Shout out to her too. Uh, you're doing it, and it's something that's it's something. Is that black woman that's in the industry got realized you too? Gotta, you gotta you gotta know your worth. And you gotta have a, a positive mind frame because it's stressful when you go talking to these dudes or keeping your proper uh, your popularity up. It's fucking it's fucking hard work. True. And for the toxicity, the toxicness of that the relationship they was in, uh, it was fucking awful. Oh hell yeah. They beating up on each other. They going to jail back to back. Like, who wants to keep going through that? I, I wanted to show this full video because this is real important, man. I just love. I just want everybody to just watch this right here because this is a person that's realizing. First of all, she come from Baltimore, Maryland, right? She, she come from the to, gutter, from the start. She went back to. The, she going to L.A. and all this shit, and got flown around into the world of L.A. You know what I'm saying? Fucking with blue face bitch ass, right? 
And then she coming and just realizing that that ain't it no more. You know what I'm saying? It's like she, her, she got awakening, put it like that. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. Stick around because I want to talk. Mm-hmm. Main man was just jamming. Look at you, girl. She don't need no help down the step. She'll beat up all y'all. <laughs> yeah, make some noise. Yeah, yeah. Christian wanted to say something. Can I let her just share it? Um, I love her so much. She said when she saw me come out, Christian, don't cuss, baby. Don't cuss. Yeah. Bless the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he just didn't get it sometimes and often. That's my favorite part. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> it's all right. So I guess this is a little testimony, little story. Um, it was probably like nine. And I was just, oh, I understood kind of what he was saying. And I asked questions when I was in church. And um, I was sitting next to a guy and um, I was speaking out loud like, oh, I want to give him some money too. Like, because I was like, he was explaining how you sow a seed. And that's okay. Man. The third perspective. She said when she saw me come around the corner, she missed me so much. She just cried at her seat. Did you like a dad? It's okay. It's all right. You got this. And um, I think the word was about being a cheerful giver. And how, like, you know, 10% belongs to God. And then, you know, it could be a, a sin over there as an offering, but he was just uh, receiving all these seeds from around the church while he's preaching. He, he's not limping or nothing. He This was when he was a little younger. Shots fired. Yeah, because what, what, what you playing with, Dr. Didi? I like know, that? I know, I know, because... Everybody love you, man. I better leave you alone. Yeah. So I, I'm just like, I'm motivated. I'm amped up and I'm just a kid. And I'm just like, I understand, but I don't understand, but I can feel the presence of God. And I didn't question it. I didn't ask why, oh, why do you give him money? Or why do you, why do people sow a seed at church? Um, it's just the word of God. It's the truth. Uh, it's what you owe him. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm sorry, my heart is pounding. It's all right. And I didn't have nothing to give. I have nothing. And I was hungry. So I was was ready to go for real. But then, like, I was intrigued when tithes and offering came. Like, I was just ready. And I'm like, look, I wish I could pay tithes and offering. But I said it out loud. And it was a guy, like, I have $5. You want to go up and walk to him? I was like, 
sure. So then I took his $5, I looked at it. I was like, this could be some McDonald's money. But then I was like, <laughs> you said what? It could be some McDonald's money. I was hungry. <laughs> it could be some McDonald's money. Yeah. I was always hungry as a kid. I don't know. So <laughs> I'm like, okay. Okay, Lord, let's go. So then I went up and I tried to hurry back to my seat after giving him the $5. He like, come over here. And then I was like, yes. He's like, yes, what? And then I was like, yes. He like, who, you don't have any manners? I was like, no. Then he like, yes, sir. I said, yes, sir. He like, he was just like <laughs> feeling me out. Like, <laughs> and then he just turned around and gave all the sees that everybody was on the whole service. All the money that people brought to me. And then just. I gave it to you. Yeah. And then you asked me what I was going to do with it. And I was just like, I'm going to pay my tithes. But it was like a clear understanding. And I couldn't explain what it was. But it was so like, it was beautiful. I will never take that memory. I've always been a cheerful giver. I don't live in Maryland no more. Yeah. And <laughs> you need to be home. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, I was just waiting for Tyson offering it. And he's about to exit out. Like, where's the Tyson offering at? Wow. <laughs> oh, wow. But it was just a word, like, for right right now, I really can't remember word from word because I was a kid, but my spirit remembered the moment. Okay, okay, so what's that stacking your hand for? Uh, I'm sowing a seed. <laughs> and tithes and offering. Yeah. Girl. But it's an offering because I already paid my tithes and offering. You, you see, you see, y'all out here making these judgments, you, you really don't even know. <laughs> What, okay, okay, do I like it? Do I like what our children are into today? I'm not going to let it throw me off what God said to me Amen. about my children. Oh, Jesus, remember these words found in 2 Corinthians chapter number 5, verse 7. For... Faith sees something that their actions won't produce. You gotta look beyond their behaviors and stick with your belief. What do you believe? My children are the righteousness of God. You see where she is today? You see where she, but if you put your mouth on them, incorrectly, you assist Satan in derailing their destiny. Because greatness is in this one right here. And you shall see. You mark my word. It's a setup. We stay. <clears throat> Oh, no, I think she um, is pointing in the right direction. Because um, it's too much shit going on in the world right now. Like, we got a lot of shit going on in the world. And the only thing you can do is run for refuge. Um, 
get an understanding of why you're here, why you're living here, what's your purpose of life, um, what what brings what you can bring to the table to the to the world with with your talents. Well, with your talents and everything that you got going on, like you can, you got people that looks up to you and they look at that relationship that they just had, that toxic relationship as, you know, uh, a stunt, you know, like with people trying to better themselves, they really, they, you know, it's a good direction. Like, like I said, Black China, which I don't, she don't want to be called that no more, but she uh, did the same thing. She decided that she has a purpose and it's not just getting on camera and looking at people all day. There's more than two of them, you know, what she was doing or what they doing. It's, and it's definitely a good way to go. For sure. We definitely want Smoker J. Two. Krishana. Switching up things and getting their life together for sure. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that's a goddamn yeah. trust. We're going to take a second. Smoke I'm high as a giraffe ass right now. Like, Hell yeah. Like the dark cloud and the rain from your head just lifted and the sun shining more. True. You gotta remember she's pregnant too, so that could be important part that's waking her up. Yeah, you gotta do what's people don't understand when, when uh women have kids, sometimes that straightens them up itself. Right. Just having kids. One child, you know what I'm saying? And usually now these days it's hard for that to happen. People that have kids, they have multiple kids, uh either the same person or different people, and they just want to quote unquote live life, but is it really living life or are you just getting enough or are you just getting, you know, more of a stunt? Cause like, I don't know if we're going to get to this subject, but you know, Kiki Palmer and Usher got a new video called Boyfriend. All right. <clears throat> Inform me on that. I don't know what you're talking about. It came out yesterday. They on a video yesterday. Um maybe yesterday or the other day. But Kiki Palmer and Usher. Usher. Really? Yeah. Where the boyfriend at? They not together no more? Nope. <laughs> wow. Yeah. The boyfriend not they not together no more. <laughs> and I think in my last podcast, I think we all agreed that they weren't going to last much longer. After oh, no. Nah, it wasn't going <laughs> to happen at all. But she, uh, she, she, you know, uh, I bring I bring her up because she she also have a kid, right? Mm-hmm. We're looking at the differences of people. Like, she has a kid and she's doing positive things. I mean, um, I'm talking about Christian. Krishan, she's doing positive things in her life. And, um, you know, for the sake of the baby. 
Black China doing it for the sake of her kid. Mm-hmm. Making things better because, again, this is a dangerous world. And you got to have some type of level-headed or level-minded thing. You know what I'm saying? So wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. <clears throat> Versus Kiki Palmer. I'm confused now. Drinking. Now I'm confused. Versus How the Kiki. hell Kiki Palmer and Usher makes a video after that just happened, right? A month ago, yeah. Unless they was already doing this. Videos... Now these days, videos happen like maybe a week or two ahead of, of events, but it could have been that, but I don't think so. I think, I think that she, uh, I think they wanted to capitalize of what happened. She broke up with boy, with main man, so they done. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> he said, broke up Facebook user, uh, tap in the stream yard, and then you can uh, see your um, name on the uh, screen. Bruh, this is almost Mickey Species, bro. So, what you said, what you think is premeditated? Yeah, it's like, what are we doing? <laughs> like, out the blue, you two, this nigga is hugging on you and all this shit out the blue. I'm starting to think now, y'all was already fucking with each other because that's why he felt so comfortable with, with bringing you to him and all that shit when they was dancing. Well, also, here's a lesser known fact. Here's a here's a uh, here's a funny fact. <sighs> Here you go. So, <laughs> so here you go. Here's here it is with this video, right? When Kiki Palmer was 12 years old, right? Uh oh. She auditioned in one of the videos with Usher. Uh-oh. I ain't noticed this. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Back up. When was this? Well, I, this was before they was in Las Vegas with the, the, the extra shit with Usher was doing? Yeah, this was before, this before that? She was 12 years uh -oh, old. Uh-oh, it's a history with this. She was 12 years old. She had an audition in this video uh, in the mix. Uh, the In the mix movie. But I'm not sure if you remember that movie. No. Nah. It was Usher. And they was doing, you know, she she was auditioning for one of the videos or the movie, I think, or the soundtrack. So wait, wait, wait. Let's back it up. Is she singing? Yeah. Wait. Wait, 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 wait. Wait a minute. Hey, you see where they at? Don't think. Try my best not to be all in your phone, but I know that's not what you want. Might as well keep some pictures of the two of us in your home. When you slow dance by yourself, I'm right behind you. All right, that's it. They fucking, bro. <laughs> Come on, bro. Come on. Like, really? We just gonna have a video out of the blue now? Really, though? Called Capitalizing. Really, though? And y'all back there doing these little dances? <laughs> hey, that's the funniest shit. He fucked this bitch house up. You know what I'm saying? You know that, right? And I think before the dance, he was already dealing with this young. That's why she was there. She went there to see him because they was already fucked with each other. But she probably got in there free, my nigga. Bring your girlfriend. You know what I'm saying? Nah. See, 
I, I can't really speak on all of that. Bring your girlfriends. But it it does seem suspicious, doesn't it? Yeah, that I'm I'm past that suspicion part. This is crazy. <laughs> I was thinking he's somebody. He just he just happened to be yeah. at the show, right? Yeah. Come on, bro. You mean tell me all this time y'all actually knew each other first, right? Then y'all gonna do a video, bro? The baby father gotta be pulling his hair out. I'm like, sure. hold on, what is it? What are we doing now? <laughs> How this happen? You know what I'm saying? Uh, they gotta spend time to make this video. How that happen? Y'all did it when he was in Las Vegas. When this happened? <laughs> like I said, it only take like a week or two to do a video. Wow. So, so that happened about a month ago, right? Mm. Between then and now. That's crazy. Probably one day called Usher and said, hey, look. Hey, let's do a video. Let's capitalize on this thing. <laughs> we're gonna get some pretty much we'll get something popping with pretty that. much kiki stop you know what i'm saying uh, cut it out i'm surprised that flew over your head <laughs> i ain't even know that happened shit, man and it was funny because i seen the video right i was like how ironic well, she had the Las Vegas show, and this whole thing was a big debate. Yeah, that's some bullshit. The man. whole yeah. thing blew up as if, as if, okay, it's fresh. It's just I don't know this just, person. Yeah, right. Y'all just randomly just go to the show. And yeah, that shit wasn't random. She's probably there that weekend. He probably smashed that ass that weekend, and then that bitch came to the motherfucking show. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, as a matter of fact, let's go make a video when we finish just smashing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I, Right, let's, let's see what's going on with this. Exactly. Now, before we leave, Snitch, Snitch 9, bitch ass, got locked up over the weekend. I don't know if you heard about that. Nah, I ain't hear about that. Yeah, he getting locked up. Over, I think it was a motherfucking over traffic uh, violation or some shit. He got locked up. But it was something that happened in the, in, you know, I watched a lot of court shit and he popped up on the shit. And it's something funny about that shit. They pulled out a rack of money out of his pocket, bro. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and it reminded me of when I was selling dope. <laughs> it was like, I had a lot of money in my pocket like that in my sock and everything, right? It's like, I think rappers are the new dope dealers, bro. Right? Where even if they not charting, they not, you know what I'm saying? They still got access to money where they can, it's called, you know what I'm saying? It's called influence. If you, the influence. I don't know if the money be fake or not. I don't know. Sometimes you do. <laughs> it's called influence, right? You can't have influence, can't have views without influence. So, so like you said, it is it's the new dope game. That's what I think. Yeah. But the, here's the problem, though. It's the problem. The influence, the influence is is the ones that's doing their stupid shit, right? Then they go on with your kids. Your kids start to act out. Your kids start acting out what they do on, on, on videos. Say, for instance, like back in the day, Boondocks, right? I used to fuck with Boondocks, too, yeah. It's a couple of predictions they had in there on the Boondocks. Like, there was an episode where Thugalicious was wearing a skirt and a purse. Now, how mm -hmm. the fuck rappers is doing that? 
Skirt in the purse, right? Not good. Skirt in the purse. Snitch nine. <laughs> yeah, then that that was the other thing they had an episode about that. Snitch nine? No, you know having a about nigga snitching. Yeah, man, that racket ten lacing their asses up like shoestrings. Not about now, bro. Yeah, because that 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 attorney general, that district attorney, brought up the Rico charges and. Got it from there to go to Donald Trump. True. The originator, I mean, you know, for cases, the originator of that was Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> Ain't that funny? And he's down, he's going down for Rico charges. Ain't that some ironic shit? That's some great ironic shit. It's stupid shit. I mean, <laughs> people, it, I, I can't say this because me, I'm in this thing where I don't trust this. I don't trust the law. I don't trust the government as far as I can throw them, right? Because mm-hmm. the laws and stuff is, I be, I always believe that the laws and the stuff that they, the bullshit that he was doing, is only because specifically for black people to be continually be suppressed. Uh, the laws specifically for African American black people, mm-hmm. for black people, or people of color. Now, if you got cops out there, that's the hood view. I don't want to go into politics too deep because we got a podcast for that for hood view politics. Tune into that at 9 p.m. on Tuesdays. So, on back at it, right? So, you got like, for instance, you got the cops, the black cops. They got the charges dropped for beating up the guy in Memphis. Oh, they did? Yep, they dropped the charges on them on the cops that beat up the uh the arrested and beat him up while he was handcuffed. Yeah. So they done uh, they ain't got no job, but they got they still got arrest uh under their file. They just didn't get charged. So it might be a little bit difficult for them to get hired again into a police force. They could get hired though. But not going into that in too too deep because, like I said, hoofy politics. But a lot of the laws they got is just messed up and it's continued to suppress people of color. Uh, the about that is you got these people that influence these people. Like they going out here stealing cars. They going out here willing to deal in fucking hubcat uh, fucking rims and shit up people's shit. <laughs> And we can sit there and say that it's videos or they help contribute the problem we have, but it's mostly the parents because the parents, they sit there like they let their kids raise themselves and they can't really raise themselves if they just out there in the street. Man, I went to fucking CVS. I go to CVS uh, every now and then, right? You go to CVS, you go in there, I'm going to say about 75% of their shelves are fucking empty. Like, people just going in there, racking up and leaving out. <laughs> people in there, they just looking at them. They ain't going to say nothing. They roll the fuck out. It's still. Now, people, 
if you got that's why they don't like putting stores in the in the hoods, right? Like drug stores and grocery stores, because they know what you're gonna do. People complain that they ain't got enough stores, but look what you're doing. True. I don't know, man. I'm I'm just thinking. I don't know. Those motherfuckers right there have to. I don't know. We we. It's hard to really what's the name, but as an individual, right? As a black person, a black female, male. Us as a culture, we got. I can't say that. We got held ourselves accountable, right? Each other accountable. You know, for some of the shit that we be doing and shit, right? But we doing this straight garbage and bullshit. But yeah, check in the hood view politics each and every Tuesday night, nine o'clock for sure. You know what I'm saying? We can definitely go in deeper detail dive into that. But it's something we do every week before we get out here. We go back in time, you know what I'm saying, dog? We check out interviews and rappers' freestyles and shit. And we come back and we critique their uh, freestyles or interviews. You know what I'm saying? Now, and we call that... <clears throat> now, first of all, I think this week we got uh, Willie D, right? He had an interview. Willie D had an interview... I don't know if you've seen his interview or not. But he has a problem with, let me think. Like, for example, the Grammys, right? When they had Scarface and didn't have him. So he still got issues with stuff like that, right? So I'm we're going to listen to a little bit of his interview, right? We, we're going to critique the joint at the end. I kind of understand where he's coming from. Because he has been with the Ghetto Boys since the beginning. I'm not going to lie about that. True. And if you're going to say, hey, the Ghetto Boys is invited to XYZ, right? Awards. Ghetto Boy, I know that Bushwick Bill had passed away and whatnot, but the Ghetto Boys does is not just Scarface. Scarface is a Scarface. True. And he did do a solo. So if you're going to label, just say Scarface. Ghetto Boys be everybody, you know what I'm saying? It started off with four people, then wound up being three. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I didn't know this, but Willie D is the writer of the group. True. I didn't know that. True. But he ain't write everybody rhymes. Everybody, you know, they come to him for consulting on their on on rhymes, right? I mean, he wrote everybody besides Scarface. Not Scarface. And a little bit of Bushwick. But everybody else. He probably was writing for. I mean, back then it was different. It was like this was like the beginning of hip hop, man. Everybody was just a group of friends and shit writing rhymes. And the best nigga that write rhymes was the nigga that wrote everybody rhymes. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. That was like that. Yeah, you do that for that nigga can rap like shit. So write it for him. So we can all rap. You know what I'm saying? It, it wasn't no. As time went on, it was more of a business cause. Now it's like. All right, I wrote this rhyme, so I should get paid now. You know what I'm saying? It changed over time because it became a billion dollar business and shit. <laughs> you know, but at the time, it was like everybody was just people from the same hoods rapping. You know what I'm saying, dog? And it wasn't like that. So 
we had to get into the business part of it. Black people, we, we caught up to the business part of, of the uh, industry late. You know what I'm saying? We was so far on determined on being rappers. You know what I'm saying? Or making the beats. We weren't, we weren't concerned on owning labels. You know what I'm saying? We was letting them own the labels. We was concerned on just making music. So that's why it's, I think the hip-hop generation is kind of different now because they don't really make music no more, man. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I don't know if I'm, I'm a motherfucker that came out in good times or something. I was I was lucky to see a little bit of Michael Jackson, to be honest with you. So I I seen motherfuckers with talent. I seen motherfuckers that took music serious. You feel me? All the way up to, you can say NC Hammer too. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you won't get people that's authentically music savvy. Exactly. You got people now that's going to studio, people handing them shit, handing them um, the rhymes, the music already ready, everything. They even tell them how to say shit. So you're basically a robot now. You're not really authentic. You're not being yourself. That's why I used to have so many different rappers back in the day. De La Soul, Scarface. You know what I'm saying? They so different because everybody was being themselves. You know what I'm saying? You heard what happened to Doja Cat. Oh my God. Doja Cat is. <sighs> I ain't gonna say she's the worst. I don't even know what to go she with her. She was under. She was under uh, control. So now <sighs> she acting out, shaving her head, bald things in nature. Um, Doja Cat, like you said, it's a controlling thing. Doja Cat. I ain't like her. I I didn't like her music though. Who do? I ain't gonna say. That. I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna lie. I didn't like it. And then when she came out with music off the rip, she popped. She said she didn't. And then she don't. She usually write her own rhymes, but they didn't. They started writing it for. Her, so she got under control of bullshit. And it's something that she did, and she lost a significant amount of followers yeah. during the process. True. Not because she she's coming on joint look like a fucking demon. Like nobody got time for that shit. That's like if you don't come out as a demon and you start getting being famous, you can't turn into a demon. You know what I'm saying? It's like, nah, that's not the person we signed up for. You feel me? Huh? And you're gonna lose people that's automatically. The, that's the five star, what you call it. First of all, I don't know how people falling anyway when she was she was on the motherfucker, these little cartoon skit type. These little outlets on the internet, and she was in racist joints, motherfucking uh Trump lovers joints and shit like that, calling niggas niggas. So the, I don't know what was going on with people. They ain't even see that yet. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I'm like, I mean, most people, black people, don't really follow Doja Cat. Nobody give a fuck about Doja Cat anyway. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Don't but this segment we call when rap was rap. Welcome, sir. Glad to have you here on The Factor, Uncensored, and thank you for the job you've done for hip-hop. Now, when you think about the 50th anniversary of hip-hop, what do you think about? I mean, I'm proud of it. I'm proud of the fact that we're celebrating a craft that I, I love so much and that pretty much rescued me. Mm -hmm. So... And when you say rescue, rescue me from the streets. Mm -hmm. 
You know, if I wouldn't, if it wouldn't have worked out, <laughs> it's gonna be bad news for some people out there. So yeah. Like you say, Houston would have been a different place. Yeah, it would have been a different place. So I'm proud of that. What I'm not proud of is how it's being represented by a lot of people who are really just gatekeepers, people that are out for Thank money you. grab. They're really not, many of them are really not of the culture. Mm -hmm. They're just trying to hustle the game. And that's the part I don't respect because these many of these people are not from the culture, but they're making decisions like, like they're, they're really running the culture and like they really have their pulse on what we do and mm -hmm. they don't and so that's the part i don't like when we talk about the exploitation of the 50th anniversary of hip-hop specifically how have you been impacted by the exploitation or not or possibly ignored yeah um <sighs> I've been a little bit of all of it. I mean, I've been pretty much, uh, I've been uh, ignored to an extent. Uh, they've reached out, some of them have reached out to me and asked me to participate, but I'm not a charity case, you know. I've, right, right. You know, I've heard some of them like, hey, we want to we'll make sure that the people recognize you and celebrate you, man. You know, you need to get your recognition. It's, it's, it's wrong what they did to you at the Grammys and blah, blah, blah. And I, I appreciate that, but like right now, I ain't feeling none of that right now, man. You know, I'm like, I'm at war right now. <laughs> and for those who don't remember or don't know about the situation with the Grammys, they did a recognition, uh, a, a, a ceremony on the Grammys for the 50th anniversary of hip hop. Right. And they invited Scarface and not you. No, they invited the ghetto boys and Scarface went by himself. Oh, okay. Okay. So. Yeah. That's what happened. So many of us thought they invited him and not you. No, I spoke to a trustee at the Grammys. Uh-huh. We were talking But about I mean, he has worked with you for years. Yeah. I mean, how does that leave you feeling that someone you've worked with? I mean, I, I, I already spoke on it, really, man, and it's, it really is water in the bridge. But this is fact, it's new. Yeah, Give it to us yeah, fresh. yeah, but I'm, I'm going to speak to him directly about it. You know, there's it's no need to do all that. Hmm. <clears throat> Let's tap in on this joint a little bit. So far, what you, what you getting from this interview right here? Um, it's given that <clears throat> like uh, he, he said he had war. I, I know he said he had war. He had war. And the fact that they use it, like he said, they the gatekeepers. They let you in to do your activity in hip hop, quote unquote, uh, something they not really feeling. But that's like, that's like, you know, when Lil Nas X tried to do the country thing, they kicked him out of the boat. Like they didn't even let him in the boat immediately. <laughs> but you remember when BET Awards came along, everybody really raised sides, like we embrace all people type thing. You know what I'm saying? Country music, country music, first of all, country music, black people, black people did country music first. Truth to be told. And somehow, some way it converted and got and you know, slowly but surely, black people got kicked out the boat. At least rock. 
black people are recognized in rock because mostly white people is in rock right now, right? Mm-hmm. But they they know that, but they will notice that that these certain people paved the way for them. Muddy Waters, uh, uh, Tina Turner, Ike Turner, Lil Richard. They paved, they recognized these folks that paved the way for rock and roll. Now, country music, they ain't doing that because they take, because exactly what it is, is country music is down south where, you know, racism, you know, lies at. So they kick, they kind of kicked the black folks off the boat when they created that anyway. Hip hop is hip hop. But some type of way we get invited, we inviting people in and making a mockery of the culture. You see what I'm saying? Like I said, it's not. I don't know what you're but he he made a good point. Like at the beginning of the joint, but I disagree with him. Like he said 50 50 year joint, right? And and they say he said they call uh for Scott, not Scarface, but they call for Ghetto Boys, right? And Scarface just went by herself. Is what he said. So that's why he bitter and mad, right? Right. Because he feel like he just got left out of this shit. That part I agree with. Because you got to think about it. Ghetto Boys, when you say Ghetto Boys, that's like saying we're going to Sugar Hill Gang come. And there's three members of Sugar Hill Gang, right? True, true. And one of them show up. The other two gonna be fucked up about it. They're like you said, true, you, true. You say you invited Sugar Hill Gang. Now, if you invited the Ghetto Boys, it's more than one person in the Ghetto Boys. True, but when you say Ghetto Boys, you don't think of Willie D at all. You don't think of Willie D. You don't even come up. It's the same thing when uh they was going on tour with the '90s tour, the uh, R&B singers and shit. And the motherfucker was holding out because he wanted the same amount of money as uh uh main man was doing uh commercials. I mean not commercials, he was doing sitcoms and shit in the group. Um with uh god damn immature, immature, yeah. And he was doing sitcoms and movies and his own singles, right? And they was doing about to do a tour, and they was gonna the uh, people that was organized the tour was gonna break him off a little more to do his singles, right? But one of the niggas in the group said he wasn't even going to participate unless he, everybody get even money. Right? And and my mom thinking, don't nobody know who the fuck you are. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? It's like, what are you talking about right now? And it's the same thing with Willie D right now. It's like, okay, but nobody didn't even know you exist right now, bro. If you go Scarface, then the next person anybody can think of is Willie D. I mean, um, Bushwick Bill. Willie D don't even come up. Willie D mostly come up with that one hit he had by himself, uh, Let a Hope Be a Hope. Exactly. And on top of that, Ghetto Boys had one um, CD no, that he was on. No, they had a couple. No. They broke up. But see, this is where the bitterness come in. They broke up like somewhere in 92, 93. Uh, somewhere around that time when Scarface did his single, when he started going solo. True. 
uh so that's about 95 96 because smile for me came out uh with tupac i, I mean the that. biggest joint was mine playing tricks on me right yeah, that was bush with bill scarface and willie d before that the group was consist of people that wasn't in and joining them if the original group was consist of raheem the sir uh jukebox and sir rap a lot so everybody know about sir rap a lot he left the group when he left raheem so i mean raheem and um sir rap a lot left together when he left dj ready red prince johnny c and little billy which everybody know now is bushwick bill he was just the dancer at the time he wasn't even a rapper so I'm thinking Willie D might have wrote some things for him at the beginning. It's a rap a lot. If y'all don't know, is rap a lot for life records. He made a record label. So exactly. Willie D did and Ice Cube was on rap a lot. Yeah, he was. Uh, a couple hmm. people could because when he left and did his own label. A lot of people that jumped on rap a lot for life. Uh, they jumped on it. Then you know the uh, the oh, rap a lot was yeah rap a lot was one of the biggest rapper rap comers out there. Yeah, the Mob Squad came out with Devin the Dude and Scarface was in that group too. Because what did he don't even have a hit? Like this no. was Bill went on his own. Scarface went on his own. What don't nobody even, what? Scarface was the only one out of those two that had a hit, though. Oh, shit. Bush with Bill had a hit, too. His first drum was like that. Yeah. yeah. When he started explaining how his eye, he lost his eye and everything, that drum was like that, bro. That's when they split apart, though. When they did them solos. I think it was Carfree. Yeah, when he shot in the eye. Exactly. I forgot about that. Fuck yeah. That drum used to crank. (laughs) And Woody Dean had nothing better than Bush with Bill joint. Unless he wrote it and he have an issue with that, you feel me? But I think I, I agree with you though. Like if they ask for Ghetto Boys to come, Scarface got to bring him with him. Like why would you just go by yourself? Because if they probably didn't even call that nigga, <laughs> just hey, rolled out on his ass. Oh, Ghetto Boys invitation? That's it. I'm coming. But you know they did. You know he did. But if <laughs> here's my thing: if you gonna say Ghetto Boys, right? That's like saying SWV, come on. That's right. That's true. That's true. Escape, come on. Or salt and pepper, and you don't have the pepper there. Yeah. It's like, oh, what? What's happening here? (laughs) That's salt, but that's not pepper. But it's bad enough that people is saying is looking at where still the Spinnerella though. That's the same thing again. They will go places and don't call Spinnerella. That's the same thing again. Exactly. You make that's the same point. Yeah. It's like to them. Because people is looking at to them and they irrelevant. It's like when we do these songs, they not even many verses. Exactly. <laughs> but in people's eyes, they all together. It's they a group. all together. Yeah, exactly. That's but like, you you gotta like, give it credit. You never see four tops separated those shit. It was all together. You never see temptations do it was all together. You know what I'm saying? It's like when you see one, it was it was a group thing. You know what I'm saying? Even though you kept getting replaced, but True. it was a group thing. You you uh, think to see seven motherfuckers up here dancing? Right. <laughs> four tops, four people dancing. It didn't matter who it was. Yeah. Now, in the nineties thing, we were so used to seeing Tiny, uh, Tasha, Tamika, and 
And uh, boy, I forgot her name. She's the best Ooh. one. <laughs> uh, she's the best one. The leader of the group. Well, the lead singer. Well, she was tired lead singer with uh, Latasha. You want love and hip hop? No, um, escape. I know she don't love and hip hop though. Um, um, fuck this bitch name. She real, don't love and hip hop though. Real, real, real housewives of Atlanta. Yeah. Um. God damn. What's her name though? <laughs> I don't forgot the damn girl name. Fuck yeah, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, she uh. But they on tour now, and it's three of them. Latasha, that's Escape, right? And Latasha Scott missing. So who the hell is Latasha Scott? That's the one that. Uh, oh, exactly. No, I care. Right. Because long as you got Tiny, and God damn it, what's the bitch name? <laughs> you got Tiny, and and, and what's her name from Love and Hip Hop? I mean, uh, is it Housewives or Love and Hip Hop? Housewives. You got those two, you good. Like nobody know the rest of the group. I don't even think I know all the four. God damn yeah, Candy. God damn, why I forget her name, bro? She the main one. She been loving. I mean, uh, she been about the longest housewives ever. She been on that joint forever, bro. Making all the bread. Her and my girl, they got fired. The other one and shit, but damn. Will you get? Will you give his interview? I give his interview a five. I mean, he should five mics. I mean, not five. <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, four. Four mics. Yeah, he's um he's up there. He's explaining what's going on. He didn't sugarcoat anything. Put everything up to the forefront. They did talk though. Uh, after the Grammys, they didn't call her. Yeah. So after the Grammys, the 50, uh, the hip hop 50 year joint celebration, he wasn't even there though. I don't think he wasn't, he wasn't there. He ain't called, he ain't even called him either. That's fucked up. But you, you see what I'm saying? When people look at these groups and you see a one miss, you're like, okay, where the other group at? I just yeah. see Scarface. If that's the case, you must say Scarface is there. <laughs> True, not ghetto, but in their mind, they're gonna do a ghetto boy song, then let Scarface do his shit. Like, think about ghetto boys joints. Mind playing tricks on me, then what? Mind playing tricks on me. Uh, everything else is gonna be Scarface and Bush with Bill shit. Let a hoe be a hoe. You're not playing that. Two to the motherfucking head. The only joints they put on the radio was uh, mind playing tricks on I ain't gonna lie, yeah. <laughs> they done. That, what are you gonna bring them for? Come on, man. I don't know, but I do agree with him. He was in the group. He did back when they was trying to censor everybody, NWA and Bushwick Bill and them. He was part of the forefront of trying to stop that when the Congress was trying to stop motherfuckers from rapping. Yeah. Period. You can't rap. You can't have these explicit lyrics and shit. Though. So. He was part of the fight back on that, but, but my favorite song, as far as the, the, the music, he wouldn't. Yeah, mine's playing tricks on me. You had still, you had uh none of them was commercial. Yeah, damn feel good to be a gangster. Uh my favorite personally, my favorite song is Ghetto Boys from Girls. Oh, that was my joint too. 
I've been giving four on that interview too, but because I only reason I'm giving four because he let everything out, right? He ain't holding nothing back. He let everybody know he got problems with Scarface. He's gonna talk to him man to man, right? And <clears throat> the fact that he got problems with Scarface is a problem. <laughs> it's like y'all niggas, that was 40 years ago. Fuck wrong with y'all niggas. You know, like, fuck what's wrong they with you, bro. Been having problems for a while. I'm not gonna lie to you. They came back with, with a couple more albums after that, though. They said they had to settle it. Well, the story came, the story was actually Willie D's part at um, Ghetto Boys from Girls when he was saying at the last the last verses mm-hmm. said that they was pulling out guns and he had his gun too. So they was about to kill each other <laughs> over this rap shit they got going on. Another thing about the video, I mean about the interview that I, I want to point it out, right? You know I got an issue with people like Ice Cube, Snoop, Dre, all these make people making all this money and turning it back on the fact that they was talking about the street shit. They was glorifying it, you know what I'm saying, as we was coming up. And they made money off it, right? And then they just turned their back on the shit. Like they didn't even ever do that. Willie D is a prime example of that shit, bro. Yeah, yeah. All those songs they was writing, he was talking about shooting Nick Bucking in their head with 49, 45 off the break. That's all he used to talk about. And he even said in his in his interview, right? Listen to what he said. When main man said, okay, well, if rap wouldn't happen, oh yeah, Houston would have seen a different side of me, right? Yeah. He had been robbing motherfuckers. So again, that makes him a person that you glorifying that part of our culture, part of our black culture of people that's poor, people that's trying to come out out of the situation they are, or starving and hungry, and trying to come out of their situation, right? And they do certain things. Like when I was coming up, I sold coke, right? That was what I did to get out of our situation. That was a way of inventing something to feed ourselves, right? And the same thing now is with rap. Most people use rap to feed themselves, you know what I'm saying? But you know, that's no fact that anybody, too many people, I'm not sure if anybody, too many people know, but he used to be a boxer as well. What did he? Mm-hmm. So robbing people and fighting motherfuckers in the ring. <laughs> nah, but I, people like him got recognized the fact that they, they got a lot to do with our culture right now because our culture is, is gun, led by guns, yep. led by violence. Led by people thinking that's cool to rob motherfuckers and all that shit. And just like he just said, if he didn't make it in the rap game, that's what he had been doing. You see what I'm saying? So I just want them to understand they got a Snoop, Ice Cube. You got a big platform now to turn back and say, all right, what we was doing at the point in time that I was telling my story about is not good for our culture. You shouldn't be robbing people. You shouldn't be pulling guns out, shooting motherfuckers, your fellow black man, black woman. You know what I'm saying? So it's a certain point of time where people got to wake up and realize their part, right? Because when I was coming up, the music, NWA and all that, they glorified, they gave us an outlet of what we was doing in the streets any fucking way. We were shooting dice. We, was, we, was, we had guns. We were selling dope. And when they put it on, on tape, they put it in music, they put it in a around the world, it looks different to other people outside our culture. It's like, hold on. 
we gotta ban that. What do you mean you you fucking bitches in the back of the car with coke? You know what I'm saying? What, what, what type of rappers is this? You feel me? Yeah. They weren't feeling that type of rap. Even with uh, Ice T, well, a cop killer. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, wait, what are we doing? Are y'all rapping on what is this? You know what I'm saying? It was just us telling the story of us in our life in the hood. You feel me? As black people. And when you tell that story, it's graphic to other motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? But it's okay. It's okay to be singing country and then you say nigga in there or something like that. I whipped him with a whip and hang him on the net and all that other shit. <laughs> if if True. they was to say some shit like that, there wouldn't be a problem. True. But they're saying that we're saying shit that they don't like for they don't like for the consumer to hear, which is our culture to hear. Exactly. It's a it's a fine line is, because the truth. when you, you, you start telling your story as a black man, right? At the same time, you're telling the story of of a person with guns, a person selling dope. You're telling a person that maybe rob people, you know what I'm saying? And that is our culture. And once you put it in rhymes and let other cultures hear it, it sounds crazy to them that that is happening. You know what I'm saying? So I just think all rappers that got the money from us coming up, big, they millionaires now, Puffy, Ice Cube, Dre, Snoop, they got bread now. And all of them was Snoop. He was supposed to be a gangster. Crip, right? He paid off being a Crip, my nigga. Mm -hmm. Do you understand that? That was your rhymes. You put your place in the in the motherfucking stratosphere. When they call you, you they want you to come and be a gangster. You see what I'm saying? They want you in the movie. They want you to be a gangster, right? They put you in there with the bitch cooking and shit. What's the white bitch? Uh, 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 Martha Stewart. You be the, the gangster black man on the side of a, a pure white lady. We love it. You know what I'm saying? It's like you make millions. You being that hood ass nigga, you glorifying it, the gangster life, but act like you ain't got nothing to do with it when the kids killing themselves in the hood. It's the stupidest shit, bro. It's like they, they got a disconnect. It's crazy as they, fuck. They're not connected in the streets no more, so they don't care. Like that's true it too. I didn't they, think about they that. Did they, did. they got to what they got to. So yeah, it's like they just they've been so far, like Ice Cube, for example. He's been, he been so far away from the hood life that it's like that ain't that's irrelevant to him now. You know what I'm saying? He don't think of that way no more. You know what I'm saying? So I get that. So you're right. You know, I give him four two, you know. So that's when rap was rap. But I do understand the other part when he say people don't recognize the rap game the way they post to, right? You got people running the game, running rap game that's not even in our culture. The only reason I disagree with that is me personally, I want rap to, to grow. I wanted to be, like when we was coming up, it was just us making up rhymes and then now it's a big thing called hip-hop. You feel me? And me personally, I want somebody in Nigeria to rhyme. I want somebody in fucking Philippines to rhyme. You know what I'm saying? It's like but you can't be rhyming and act like you from America in our culture. I want you to rhyme whatever you are. Just rhyme. Be a good rhyme, a person that can rhyme. You know what I'm saying? It's like, that I would like. I don't respect people like Snitch Nine. You know what I'm saying? That's I don't who, like shit like that. Talking about. He ain't talking about the other people. He talking about who you just said. Snitch Nine. Uh, who you talking Doja about? Doja Cat. 
those cat the one earlier uh little tay oh my god little tay yeah whoever and that, that's not even a fucking rapper yeah what the fuck is that it's, it's, a, it's an internet personality type shit probably pulling up so much money that now when when it comes to the point where you're not making that much money no more you do drastic shit and like say i'm dead <laughs> Like my, <laughs> Somebody killed me. <laughs> like my aunt said, How the fuck you put that post up if you did, Like my aunt told me years ago, she said that itemize the devil's workshop. And if you want me to elaborate on that, it means that if you not being busy, the devil will be busy for you. And you just start doing stupid shit for attention. And that's it right there. It's driven by the internet, though. You know? But that when rap was rap. Scarface, I think you need to include the man in the shit, man. Like, come on. Y'all went through hell together. Like, don't run around and get that bag without him. Right. <laughs> Appreciate everybody be tuning in. Coast to coast, worldwide. Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, where we get your podcast at. We there, you know what I'm saying, dog. Twitch, Twitter, Facebook group, follows, follows, um, subscribe on YouTube. We try and get some subscribers on YouTube, man. You know what I'm saying, dog. We don't do the crazy shit on YouTube, like uh little Tay and them, but we just come on podcast, you know what I'm saying? Follow us, try to get us to uh two, three hundred, four hundred uh subscribers, you know what I'm saying? We can't do shit on this joint without being famous, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so we just average Joe's podcast. You got something to say for you out here, though? Oh, uh, um, yeah. We got to, um, so what we did, <laughs> so your man got the years, man, right? We got the, the Tory Lane. Mm-hmm. Uh, Man got 10 years. Toy Lanes. Yeah. So, ah, man. He's going to be in there for a minute. The whole story was fuzzy to me. I don't know if he deserved it or if he didn't deserve it. I don't know. I mean, once you shoot a bitch, man, I don't know what to tell you. Remember, he left a message. Well, he called one of the bitches from jail, right? And kept telling her he was sorry. That that shit, you know what I'm saying? He ain't mean for it to happen and all that, man. It's like... It's obvious that he shot the bitch, bro. I mean, you're sorry now because he did it. Yeah, because you do about to do 10 years. Fuck wrong with you. That nigga probably can't even make it. I don't think but I don't think you're going to have to do a whole 10 because he's been locked up for at least two. You know what I'm saying? Good behavior. He could be out in the next four years. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know if he can come to America and do anything after that, but he'll be out. He could be on the internet like he, and be an internet fool like the rest of them. You know, and Shorty came out and said something on the stage the other day and was like all our haters and everything and all that shit. Yeah. But I what where you stand on this? Do do you stand with people saying she she fucked she a black woman that fucked the black man life up? Where where you at on this uh Megan Stallion shit? It's hard to say because Remember when the story broke up, he shot her. Then the next week, she stepped on some glass. The next week, it was something else. Then it was something else, and then something else. He ain't shoot her. Somebody else shot her. And it was just too much shit going on in that story for me to even single anything out. 
It wasn't like it was simple. They got out of the car, he shot him. Yeah. It, it was it was just mixed Everything up. Everything was fuzzy as fuck to us. Just mixed up shit. You know. I don't know. But I think shit, ten years. <laughs> you you gone, bro. Like we will see him in five years. Put it like that. Five years from now, he'll be getting out. We'll be hearing, oh, Tory Lane's getting out. I don't know if he's gonna be in America, but he be out. One thing is not gonna that me. <laughs> no more toe shots. Oh man, the motherfucker. Uh, me. Shot me my picky though. What was that? Uh, Harlem Night. Check out Harlem Night. Anybody out there? Haven't checked out Harlem Night. <laughs> it's a scene in that joint. The motherfucker, uh, Eddie Murphy shoots motherfucker my girl in the coat. He's not feeling it. That reminded me of every time. Keep <laughs> everybody tuning in for Coach to Coach worldwide. Come on. Bring your ass. Come on, get up and come on. Not about Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, wherever you get your podcast at. We love you. We appreciate you a whole lot. Get us some subs up on YouTube, man. Help us out. This is some underground shit. PC, Spotify. Check us out. We're trying to get Black Pod Award. Black Pod Award of the Year. Black Pods. All of them on Instagram. Let them know the best part in the world is the third perspective, baby. Two nights a week, six hours, untouched. Can't stop us, baby. Third perspective. All right, your boys. Hardest working podcast in the business, nigga. <laughs> Shout out to third perspective.